You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're grateful that you stuck around for our last interview of the day. We are having such a great day, aren't we? We are. This is a lot of fun. We are over here dancing and picking on each other, and you never know what might happen on a show with us. You never know. It's, it's interesting, always interesting here at the Newman Center. Yeah. So, okay, um, our next guest, um, Father Luke Meyer, he is up at St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center. But before we talk to him, I just want to ask you briefly. Yes. Um, when you guys, as director of this Newman Center, do you have a lot of communication with other Newman Centers? We, uh, I, I wouldn't say I, you know, I'm on the phone all the time, but, uh, what's nice is there is a network of us that, that are out there. So if you need to, uh, especially as a new, uh, director this last year, I, I spent a lot of time on the phone with, you know, Kristen up at North, uh, uh, Spearfish. Uh, Spearfish. Yep. Uh-huh. And then I, I did a little road trip and on that road trip, um, is actually how I met father Luke, um, and I was so, wondering how this, this is, I was leading into, how do you know Father Luke? Yeah. Uh, I actually just called and reached out to him and said, hey, I'd love to see how you do things at your Newman Center up at UND. Mm-hmm. And he was awesome. He was just so inviting and very welcoming. And uh, we instantly hit it off. Actually, stepping before that, I actually met him at the SEEK conference um, down in or SLS conference, which is, you know, another one right. of those national conferences that Focus puts on down in Phoenix. That's how I first met him. And then it was, hey, I want to do a little road trip uh, and come up. Yeah, come on up. And so he was amazing. You know, I show up and it's, you know, he's got everything organized. He's got a little printout, like I'm entering like a hotel. Like I felt like I was a super uh, valued guest. At, VIP at VIP. the Newman Center. It was Excellent. awesome. Yeah. Well, Father Luke Meyer is here with us via phone. And Father, do you have just as great of uh, comments and compliments for Brendan as he has for you? <laughs> he came up here to North Dakota and he was uh, all eager to check everything out and see what we were up to and ask great questions of passion and energy for, for the mission, so great. Awesome. Well, that's great. Well, before we get started into our actual interview, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Father Luke, about um, your journey to, to where you are today? Yeah, you know, um, I grew up here in North Dakota in the small town of Lisbon in the Cheyenne River Valley, south of Valley City, and uh, I grew up there, and then... Um, I went to uh, the University of St. Thomas to study business when I went to college, and then during See, that's there, why I, like I encountered them. a lot of, encountered Father, a lot of sorry. great people. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> he, he, um, I'm he, so excited. I'm a, I'm a St. Thomas graduate, too. That's another reason why I knew I liked them right away. So, <laughs> exactly. Sorry, Father. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing against all the good Johnnies out there, but the time is <laughs> rule, right? That's right. <laughs> The, the 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 former president of UND here, where I served, was a Johnny uh, Mark Kennedy. So we would always banter back and forth a little bit about the Tommy Johnny rivalry. Um, <laughs> well, you know and, what's funny. Uh, you know what's funny, Father, is uh, both Father Mark and I are St. Tommy or uh, uh, University of St. Thomas graduates, and also the newly elected Bishop Peter Muich 
is also a St. Thomas graduate. So we know we're in good company. That's for sure. Yeah, good company from, from the time. <laughs> That's right. Um, but during my time there, I just uh, really deepened my faith, encountered some great uh, professors in the Catholic Studies program, and uh, also just, you know, one of the one of the priests on campus became a spiritual director and taught me how to pray more deeply, and just all those things just really helped me more and more sort of respond to this call of God in my heart um, to follow Him in the priesthood. And I entered the seminary my junior year there uh, in college. And uh, then I was ordained in 2006 after going out to Denver for the four years of major seminary, a great place out there. And then I've served in Wapaton, North Dakota. Uh, I've served in Fargo at the Dossison offices. I was the chancellor for the Diocese of Fargo for seven years. And this is my sixth year here up at UND in Grand Forest, serving the college students. It's been great. Well, that is actually really great. Um, can you maybe speak to just a little bit about how your college experiences um, impacted and, you know, how they help you now reach college students in your your current assignment? Yeah, you know, I think my own experience of deepening my faith in college, you know, helped me kind of connect here with the students. And I think uh, there's a number of things. I think one of them is the importance of prayer in the spiritual life, just my own journey in college involved discovering the treasury of spirituality and prayer and the tradition of the church and some of the great authors and saints. Um, and then, um, so, I mean, I think that's an important thing here. Here at, at UND, we have three days of adoration all day on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And it's amazing, even now and when campus is a little quieter with COVID, we, we almost have all three days filled up with students who are coming to adoration. So I think providing those opportunities just to connect with God and the depths of the soul are so key in my own encounter. Um, and then also uh, here, I see that happening still in, in the students. Many years later, there's something just the same about human nature that desires the experience of God and His presence. Um, another thing I can see is just the importance of, of faith and reason. You know, uh, I think students on a college campus are thinking more deeply about things, um, and it's not just a matter of having excitement or enthusiasm or energy, although that's also important, but also to, to think seriously about the intersection of faith and reason to, uh, to offer um, a deeper deeper conversations about big questions of life. I think uh, I've seen that to be key here. I offer something here called a fireside chat once a month, which is engaging a, a, a hot topic or a, a deeper topic with the students and uh, kind of a short lecture followed by a lot of Q&A. And it's amazing. Uh, I get so many good questions. I love those questions and love those conversations. Now, are you, I mean, we were talking about how this is a, an aspect of, of uh, lighting the fire or, you know, the, the fire of faith on campus. Do you find these fireside chats, you know, part, one of the reasons why there is so much fire on, for the faith on your campus? Because they have this ability to come to you and ask the questions that maybe no one else can answer for them? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of times, yeah, the truth 
you know, it's part of having a good fire. Um, uh, you know, we, you need you need to know the truth and 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 find something worth sharing. Um, and I think a lot of I think that does play a key role. There's lots of things that amount to lighting that fire. You need three things for a fire. You need fuel, oxygen, and a spark. And I once heard Father Scott Trainer from the Diocese of Sioux Falls give a good talk at a focus conference about that. I think uh, definitely, you know, answering those deeper questions is more of the the fuel of that fire. Um, prayer is that oxygen, and, and uh, the spark is is uh, devotion to the Holy Spirit and the living, the God who's living and intervening and inspiring us at every moment through the Holy Spirit's gifts and fruits. Um, but definitely without, without those deeper discussions, you know, uh, the faith turns into mere sentimentality or, or, and, uh, but we, you know, God gave us a mind to know him and to know the world and we need to use it. Father Luke, I consider you a, a friend, a good friend. Um, I'm very blessed to, you know, have you in, in my life and, and, Really, uh, you're such a joy to be around. Um, and, you know, that the time I was able to come and see what you're doing there at UND was a real blessing to me. You know, this morning we were talking about what our campus is looking like here at uh, South Dakota Mines. And a big part of our discussion focused around uh, the missionaries, you know, our focused missionaries. So let me ask you this, you know. In relation to the igniting that fire of faith on campus that we were talking about, I know that's kind of like your kind of tagline there. How are your focus missionaries and student leaders igniting that or helping fan that flame of fire uh, of faith there on your campus at UND? You know, um, the missionaries. What first impresses impresses me about the missionaries is their commitment to prayer. You know, this morning we had. 8.30 Mass and 9 o'clock Holy Hour, and it's my day off and it's their day off, and they're still committed to prayer. They, you know, they're still there praying at 9 o'clock, and uh, I love that. They're really committed to prayer. So, like, what they're doing is not just a human sort of uh, effort, but it's grounded in, in their time with God. But another example just from today, um, I was just sort of hanging out around the Newman Center before Mass, and one of our students comes in and he just finished a, a workout at the wellness center with one of the missionaries and the missionaries invited him to mass. So he decided to come. And, uh, and so I see them doing this incarnational evangelization. You know, they're out there sharing life with the students. You know, evangelization is not just a theory or a catchword for the missionaries, but they're out there, you know, they're, they're at the gym working out with the students. They're on the quad challenging them to gain the spike ball. They're taking them out to coffee they're, you know, doing all these things to, sh- to share life and then from that authentic friendship to uh, speak about the Lord Jesus, to speak about faith, to speak about prayer. Um, they're, they're just, they're doing such a good job with that, especially even now, I think, um, it's even almost more important that they're actually, you know, interacting in students' lives. Um, and it's, it's uh, great to see. Yeah, that is um, absolutely um, critical, I think, in this time where they are, 
our situation is not normal across the country right now. And I'm sure that they, they feel the students coming, they feel, you know, there's some fear and some uh, maybe unanswered questions that they don't, they don't even know what to ask, maybe. Even the questions aren't even there, probably. And yet they have the Focus Missionaries and they have You, Father, and they have the Newman Center to help ground them and keep them focused on what's actually important and what never changes, which is truth. Truth with a capital T and, and truth, just lowercase t. It's always there. So um, we're going to take a break now, Father, but when we come back, I want to talk more about your Newman Center there in Grand Forks specifically and how you guys are reaching the students in any unique ways to, to your Newman Center. So if you could stay with us, Father, we'd appreciate that. And if our listeners could just stay with us, too, we'll be right back after the break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Pat Lave from the uh, Our Lady Lakes Council in Spicer, New London, uh, Minnesota, and uh, I'm a knight, have been for at least 12 to 15 years, charter member of our council, and I really believe that for us to build up our church on earth, uh, men gathering together and supporting our priests and uh, religious and working together for the common good, the people around our area and throughout the world. And I believe we need everybody to help. It doesn't take one person. It takes everybody to pitch in and to do the work that needs to be done for the glory of God. What I love about Real Presence Radio is it seems like whenever I'm struggling with something and I turn on the radio, that seems to be the topic that they're talking about. So thank you, Lord, for Real Presence Radio in my life. My friend's been trying to convert me for years. I have a long commute, and he told me to turn to Real Presence Radio. After listening to Catholic Answers for about nine months, I'm happy to say that my wife and I have converted to the faith. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're live here at the Rapid City Newman Center at South Dakota Mines. And I am Brendan Murphy, uh, one of the uh, co-hosts here today. I'm the director here at the Newman Center. And with me is Karen Gibis. And we are super excited to have the, the guests that we have with us today, uh, Father Luke Meyer, chaplain at St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center up in Grand Forks, North Dakota. 
So uh, if you weren't with us before, uh, Father Luke Meyer is a great individual. He and I uh, became friends here this last year uh, when I made a trip up there to see how he was doing things. And, and now we're having a great discussion about, you know, all the things that are going on at his Newman Center. So, Father, with that, um, you know, in light of covid and everything else going on you know we didn't really touch on that uh even in the last segments but what do you think the most impactful thing is going on um in the newman like particularly your newman center in grand forks and what what kind of things are you providing those students that is drawing them in uh to to a relationship with christ yeah i think uh, a couple of things First, I think just offering the sacraments in the heart of campus is, like, a huge thing, and sometimes we overlook that. Like, we just see it as, like, you know, the baseline or, or just, you know, yeah, 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 we have mass. But, you know, it's amazing. Like, I've seen almost an uptick in mass and confessions, even with COVID going on. You know, students are looking for community. They're looking for... And mass, while it's primarily focused on God, is also something we do together. It's also a community activity. And I've just noticed a lot of students just coming to Mass uh, in these days. Just Mass being, you know, we're a block north of the Student Union, and just being in the heart of campus, offering the sacraments has been huge. Uh, I noticed confessions, like, like yesterday, I had confessions, it was like back-to-back, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, you know? People were... Um, so just offering the sacraments, I think, is huge, and not to be underestimated. I think having our focus team on campus has been huge. Um, and then we're moving also to kind of offer, um, you know, some academic classes at the Newman Center, and we're getting it up and running and be able to kind of delve even more deeply into the questions of faith and reason, um, to delve more deeply into the life of the faith. We're doing that uh, in a cooperation with the University of Mary in Bismarck, uh, where one of our staff members, uh, John Gerke, has his master's in Catholic studies from the University of St. Thomas, and the Catholic studies program out at the University of Mary has, you know, appointed him as an adjunct faculty member at a, at a distance, and he's going to be offering, you know, some of the classic Catholic studies classes uh, here in Grand Forks, and then those will be able to transfer for UND students uh, as an elective towards their credits towards graduation. So a lot of, I think a lot of students are excited about that as well. And, Other things and, I've seen in the past, yeah, go ahead. Do, well, I was curious, uh, you know, I've seen the space there. Um, do you have um, the the actual physical space then to accommodate these classes, and how many are you actually going to kind of launch out there? Well, we're hoping to try to get, you know, a minimum of 10 students or so in a class uh and we have space for that to do that at a social distance. And, uh, you know, we have our big fireside room. We have uh, a big social hall down the basement. We have a great location and a great building where we can accommodate students' needs with these things, even with the, the limitations of, that are happening because of COVID. Uh, we still have the ability to do that in person. 
Yeah, that's amazing that uh, d- during these challenging times of, of COVID and, and the, the social, you know, and, and they, the term social distancing is always a little misnomer in my opinion. I think uh, we we don't want to be socially distanced. We want to be physically yeah, distanced. Yeah, physically distanced. And yeah, socially you know, I, connected. Our, I mean, my, my music director, Dr. Dean Jellick, he's a great Catholic man who teaches on campus. And he mentioned that the other day. He said, yeah, we shouldn't call it socially distant anymore. We should call it physically distant. Right, right. Because we are social creatures, so we right. want to remain socially connected, you know. And so we, when we put up signs, even around our our Newman Center, we don't use that term. It's please maintain your physical distance. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. you know, I, I think it's just that. Oh, it's that mindset, mindset that we have to change the mindset, yeah. you know, into being, no, we, are, we need Christ and we need other people right. on this journey of life. And, yeah, we can physically distance and still have a, a relationship. We don't have to socially distance anymore, you know, like like they're implying with that term. Right, right. We don't want to perpetuate the fear and, you know, and all yeah. of that. But, um, you know, I know there's a lot of great things going on, uh, Father, there at uh, in Grand Forks. And I'm just wondering, like, is there any, like, stories this year that you've encountered that are like, wow, this, this is a really cool uh, story and experience that... You know, whether it was a student or one of your focused missionaries that you could share with our listeners today? Um, we just had one from uh, two days ago. Our focused missionaries were on campus uh, playing spike ball in the quad as a way to interact with new students. And uh, a student from California who wasn't even Catholic came by to play spike ball with them. They got talking. And eventually it led to bringing the new students, the freshmen, to uh, the Newman Center for a tour. They loved it, even though, you know, they're not Catholic. Uh, they loved it. And the, and they met a couple students, and they got invited to a Bible study in the whole process. And now they're going to be going to a Bible study. So, not, you know, a non-Catholic student shows up in Grand Forks and <laughs> from all the way from California huh. and uh, is now, you know, going to be attending a Bible study. Uh, it's, I love stories like that. That's evangelization happening as we speak. Right. I mean, it, it's that in action, the igniting the fire of faith on your campus. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, and uh, um, and also just it's or I see like uh, I see that fire happening. You know, um, students in different areas. You know, one of our uh, what happens I. I start to like, you know, follow them on Instagram or they follow me or back and forth or social media. I start seeing, you know, some of their Insta stories and their social media posts in this time where it's hard to congregate on campus. They're inviting others to mass. They're posting mass times, you know, and, and that takes, you know, that's a, you know, to stick your neck out with your peers and, and make those invitations to do something, you know, that takes some fire to do that. And yeah. so I see that fire in their desire to invite and to share and, uh, and to spread the faith. Well, Father, as we bring this to a close, what are your, any final thoughts or uh, reflections that you want to share with us? Um, you know, I think our college students are many times our future leaders and professions and our culture, and they're at a unique crossroads, and, and it's uh, such a... a it's just such a great place to see the Holy Spirit at work and touching their hearts and minds and lifting them up and navigating, you know, real life. And uh, it's just uh, so great to, to see the Church's commitment 
through uh, having Newman Centers in so many great places, including here at the University of North Dakota in Grand Forks. Well, thank you, Father Luke Meyer, for taking these times to share your the story of your Newman Center up there in Grand Forks. And I know that we are all praying for you guys and the success of your Focus Missionaries, along with the success of all the Focus Missionaries around our listening area. So, again, thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, thank you, Father. Yes, peace be with you. God bless. God Thanks. Bless. for the, the good conversation this morning. That's great. All right, well, now we're going to head over to Fargo. We're just going to go, now, we were in Grand Forks. We're just going to go a little south to Fargo and talk to our technical director, Eli, for a preview of the next show. Well, thanks, Karen. You know, it's kind of interesting because our next show coming up on Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, you know, we're not coming to you from the South Dakota mines, but um, this area knows a little bit about mining, I would say. We're coming to you from Virginia, Minnesota, up in oh, the Iron yeah. Range, North Minnesota. Father Brandon Moravitz and Ben Frost will be your hosts. They'll start off the show visiting with Mandy Davidson about how the Lord came to her aid after a terrible tragedy. Then... Mel Ratia. We'll talk about the best Christmas ever. It's a great story. And Lori Calgard, the Director of Marketing and Events for Real Presence Radio, will be talking about the Fall Live Drive and some exciting things coming up with that. So a lot of great things you're not going to want to miss coming up on the next show Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Well, Eli, that was absolutely great. You totally have a voice for radio. Oh, thanks. And a face, too. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but you know. I know you were thinking, and it's fine. I, 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 I share that face for radio with us. It's a thing in common that we have. <laughs> so, well, Brendan, thank you so much for letting us have our show here at the Newman Center and for putting together such a great show. You were very crucial in the picking of our topics and about arranging the guests to come today. And what a great show. So powerful. It was awesome. And to be a part of um, something that's so exciting um, as being here at a college campus where faith is so important, you know, and, and like Matt was saying in the earlier segment, so many of these kids that come to college, their faith just drops off, right? right? Mom and dad aren't taking them anymore. So then they just decide, well, I'm going to fall away from the faith. It's not important. Maybe it's uh, it's not convenient anymore. Yeah. Um, and so having, you know, being at a place like this, like a Newman Center, is amazing. It's amazing not only for my faith because it's strengthening my faith, but I can see it amongst the, the yeah. focus and the students that are here. Well, I think if the one thing I can take away from this show is we need to support our Newman Center in all all areas. So, Absolutely. you guys get out there, support your local Newman Center, and pray for these focus missionaries and all the priests. Have a great day, everyone. See you next time. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.